I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching great films. But we don't get to watch as many as we used to because we're dads. So we've made a super duper podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. Okay, so we've just um, finished reviewing the main main bit of our spoiler-free review of Tenet for our podcast, which you can catch normal episode 12. It's in the middle of that. But what we're doing now is sort of a bonus material episode uh, where we're going to speak in-depth, sort of full spoilers, and pick apart the film. So yeah, uh, I I just want to say something. I'm going to jump in. If you want to know what Tenet's about, there's an episode of Red Dwarf called Nodnol. I don't know if you ever saw this. <laughs> Does it do the same thing? It's the exact same thing. <laughs> no so way. much so that like the episode <laughs> starts. So what it is, is they land on this planet that's backwards. So everything is, and they're the only people who are like forwards. So they go yeah. to Nodnol, which obviously is London backwards. Yeah. And all the way through the episode, the whole episode, Lister wakes up and he's like, I've got such a sore neck. I, said, I don't know what's going on. And then later on, they get into a bar fight and he just goes, Rimmer. I know why I've got a sore neck. And then somebody like <laughs> unbreaks a chair over his back. <laughs> it was brilliant. Uh, but it is, the, it's, it's, the, it's old. It's maybe like season three or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, it's Kachansky in it. Uh, no, no, it was well before that. I'll not watch it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, was, it was like, it was early Red Dwarf. It was great. Okay, cool, cool. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> Just picking apart the main thing, just to summarise what we've been speaking about then, uh, I mean, it's it's got so many sort of hallmarks of Chris Nolan in there. Yeah. It's obviously, the obvious thing is the time travel. Very much like Memento in this sort of disjointed um, the chrono- chronology, uh, yeah. if you like, uh, that we're still, we're, we're going to try and talk about and sort of pick apart in what was happening where. Sort I, know, of I, feel, I feel weird now. I feel like I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Do, um, one reason that one reason I'm gutted that we didn't go to see it together is because my wife underappreciated my joke at the end of standing up go in on. the cinema and walking backwards out my seat, <laughs> away from my seat. <laughs> I was really proud of myself, <laughs> and yeah, I'm sure everyone else in the in the auditorium thought I was an idiot as well. <laughs> um, I was well proud of myself for that. <laughs> um, Oh, this is the credits started rolling. I was like, I just can't <laughs> tell you. Not like oh, I've been dear. planning it for the last 20 minutes. Oh, of the film. Man, um, I'm literally crying. <laughs> so funny. See, you would have appreciated no that. What um, a no bed. What yeah. a no bed. <laughs> um, oh. But... It, it's it's got it, one thing we didn't mention in the main sort of part is when I speak about different elements of different films. Obviously, moment, loads of memento, but also elements of the prestige in the sort of dual character sort of thing. Because obviously, when when they're in the reverse timeline coming back, mm. and there's two of them, and they're yeah. sort of watching each other, and I kind of got yeah, that yeah, sort of like yeah. prestige is part of the sort of the two Christian Bale mm. sort of thing. Um, so, so for me, obviously, as as we were saying, like the first, it's probably not the first half, but the first like third of the film. I was like, yeah. I'm not sure this is working for me. There's a bit too much going on. As I said, they've got a, um, he's got, he's finding these bullets and then he, he, so he goes to, he goes to India to get, find the metal or something. But then he's like, he goes, goes to uh, Oslo to steal a painting. And then I, I, there was just a bit too much going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, the, the sort of midway point or, or whatever it is, when he enters the, the, the sort of, what how what how do they call it? What do they call it? 
the um, the inversion. Inversion. The inversion when he yeah. enters yeah basically the, the the sort of backwards world and for me then it was like this is it this is what we're obviously this is where it's been leading to but this is the film now we're here and i i loved it it was so cool it was so interesting and i just loved i love time travel films i always have to like back to future was always one of my films growing uh, favorite films growing up we had it we had back to future one and two that we taped off the telly (laughs) and i still remember like what adverts are in it and things like that Um, so i've always loved time travel films and for me i've never seen a time Trouble film do this where you basically you don't just click a button and you're there you've got you know i i want to go to 2017 i click a button and i'm in 2017 no you've got to go back you've got to live three years backwards basically yeah, <laughs> to yeah. get to 2017 yeah. and i just thought that was so interesting so you know you're not you're never going to go back 50 years because no. You, you know, you don't want to go. <laughs> you know, you'd have to live yeah. fifty years, and they sort of shut themselves off from the world, so they don't kind of interact with people and influence things, and and, and well, to a certain extent at first, anyway. Um, and it was just so clever; it was just brilliant. Like, well, the thing the thing I liked about it is in in that sort of sort of key moment that we sort of keep referring to is that bit where they first get to the machine. Well, it's not when they first see one of these invert version mm. machines. Actually, you find out that they've seen one earlier on in the film. Yeah. But when they first um, go into one and actually use it, sort of thing. Mm. And the, what it does for the sort of ten minutes after that is it's really, really instantly rewarding because you you have persevered for the best part of an hour, not really knowing what's sort of what's going yeah. on how everything sort of comes together but then you start sort of anticipating and noticing stuff so yeah. um uh, john david washington's character gets in that car and as soon as he starts driving off that car and driving down i'm only thinking ah that's the car that we saw flip yeah we've just seen that car and i think that's so clever because and it's such a good introduction into this side of the world because yeah. we've the, the scene that he's living we've just seen do you know what i mean yeah. and i think if it had been something that we'd from like an hour earlier it wouldn't have been as rewarding but because it's been yeah. this really cool action scene you're yeah. seeing it again from another side it's like yes of course and because i was like right so kenneth brown has just gone into there and i'm like but now he's in this car here right so how does that work and then i was like yeah. well that car's going backward and then but then you see, I, I was just like oh mate that's brilliant it's, so it's, clever it's, so clever it, it, it's cool. I mean, let's just talk very broadly about the overall sort of like timeline of the film. It's because, yeah. I mean, I thought, I actually looked at my watch at that point and thought, oh God, because Tenet, right, so this is the midpoint. So now it's going to go backwards towards the start, yeah, yeah, which yeah. it didn't do. And, and, and Ish. it, yeah, it, it yeah, did, yeah. did start to a sort of thing, but it, it wasn't even as simple as that, where it was yeah. going to go like, this is the midpoint and sort of like, there you go sort of thing. And over what I'm, the biggest surprise about the whole film for me, was that it didn't end at that opera place? Though. No, and I, I, when I said that, I, I saw it with our, with our friend Lee, and I, I said that I was like, you know what? I, I think obviously it probably was him in the opera at the beginning who catches the bullet. That's what I'm thinking. But I was like, it would have maybe been a little bit more rewarding if we'd seen that. Do you know what I mean? Seen hit from that side. Yeah. But then was it him? I don't know. I, so, I, I, so, I kind of got the impression it was. It must be. I mean, I mean, yeah. And I would have liked to. I always felt dissatisfied that it didn't go back to the opera. Mm. So, what I'm trying to work out then is if if there is a midpoint to the film. Yeah. Where is it? Is it at the end of the film? Like, are you supposed to watch it backwards? And is the start of the film the end of the film? But you've got to sort of do it for yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Something. 
so we sort of figured that the end of the, the last thing we see in the film is um robert pattinson the, walking off to the helicopter no oh it's not it's that's not, not the it? last thing so the, the last thing we see is cat um picking up her, her son okay from school yeah. and she sees at one point uh, john david washington gives her a phone and says uh, if you know if there's any issues, just ring this number and and you know say just say. So she sees yeah. a car and she rings this number and you know says it's, it's Jaguar. It might be nothing. And then she kind of looks away and then he's there, gets in the car and basically and kills the two people. Yeah, and kill yeah. and kills them both. Right. So we we sort of thinking that this is now the most far point in the future that we've been or in the present that we've been so far. Okay. Yeah. However, on that she's phone, telling the future. She's she, well, so she's left a voicemail on that yeah. phone because yeah. uh, our part says, you know, emails and voicemails are a way of talking to the future. Mm, yeah. It's not, but whatever. For the sake yeah. of this, it is. So she's left a voicemail, and then yeah, John David Washington has heard that in the you know in the future maybe it could, it could even just be an hour an hour in the future, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's used the machine, gone back and saved her. So that is the end. I, I think that's the most far point that we've witnessed in this in in you know in this yeah. timeline. Yeah, and I, 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 I get that. What, okay, then, um, where do you th- where do you think? Because you know the algorithm thing, the nine things that they've got to get. Yeah, um, that that war scene, and we will come to that war scene because actually that's that felt very disjointed mm, to me. Yeah, and it, but that was that was the ninth part of the algorithm. Um, wasn't it? I think it was explained about. Now the opera scene at the start, they're yeah. trying to obtain another part of the algorithm, which obviously yeah. isn't the final part of the algorithm because they got that no. later yeah. in the film. So it must be earlier on chronologically. Um, so, but when does that happen? <laughs> this, is the, this is the thing. I, Some point before that. Um, yeah. A bit, right, so the, the, the significant bit, and, and this is the sort of like, it's a bit, this is the bit that is a little bit sort of like, you know, it's Robert Pattinson's conversation at the end, or towards the end, um, with John Davis, David Washington's character, is basically explaining, sort of explaining the film. And, <laughs> and, basically, and they explain that they've been friends long before, and, and basically saying, this is the, this is the midpoint for, uh, John David Washington as a protagonist, he's still got a lot to see. Yeah, well, he, he said he said this is the start of our friendship for you. Yeah. This is the end of our friendship for me because he, he knows yeah. he basically knows he's going to go and die. He's like, it's, it's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah, and I love that. Max, my, my wife Max said because uh, she didn't come with, but she likes. We're going to go and watch it, but she always wants a little bit of insight into yeah. the film, in, into it. And um, she said, "Oh, is, do you think there's going to be a sequel?" And I was like. Well, yeah, but it, well, there won't be. But I was like, yeah, there could be, but it could also be a prequel for some characters. Yeah, that's it. If Chris Nolan was that, it would be a sequel, a prequel, but for yeah. John David Washington, it would be a sequel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Nolan is not that way inclined. No, no. If, if, if he wanted to make a sequel, he yeah. so easily could for this. I think I, the, I, I really would be surprised if they did some sort of like uh, graphic novel or something like that. They've, he's done that cool. kind of thing before. Yeah, um, yeah that'd be cool. That's, so, I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing for me is that because when we first when we well when we see that opera scene at the start, because that is so it's so big and I want to know more about what's going yeah, on and I'm yeah. watching it all thinking God, 
like I want to understand all this. And then, as we said before, you're watching it all thinking, oh, it'll all come together. It's okay. And then, you know, and I'm thinking all the way through, we'll come back to this and I'll understand yeah. what's going on here. And it doesn't come I to th- that. And I I'll- think it probably would, it probably will make sense at some point. Maybe, maybe that person wasn't John David Washington. Maybe it was part of um, the, the uh, Uncle Ken's crew and they were trying to get the, you know, the, the thing yeah but they, they got well, it anyway but well uh, well what what i will say is because in on the drive home um jay my wife started reading wikipedia because she was mm. her head was black she said, i need to read this to see what's going on i started reading it to me and i stopped her because i was like actually i don't want to know this sort of stuff. yeah 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 uh, because i, I want to just sort of like chew it chew over it with david like without sort of like having stuff told to us sort of before. yeah but the one bit she did read out was that, that i hadn't realized in the in that opera head scene at the start yeah, they had, the, they had the red and green, red and blue. Ah, armor. cool. So, 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 and so they're the bits to identify whether the yeah, 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 inverted. So that will mean more going back watching the film. Yeah, definitely. So, some things I again because I suppose this this kind of isn't a review, is it? We're we're just kind of talking about it. So, the things I I sort of noted whilst we were in it. First, first thing I noted was too much going on as i said earlier mm. uh, especially in the first half um even before we got into the cool you know time travel stuff i just put kitchen fight so there's a fight in a kitchen that. in a hotel it's so good so good like yeah. I've, 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 I've seen other you know and i've seen other fight scenes in kitchens there's one in um uh, yeah uh, what's the the raid two uh, and yeah. you've not even seen the raid one greg i bought you is it there <laughs> I might just set you as homework to watch it. <laughs> nice. Ah, well, there's an amazing fight scene in the kitchen in the Ray 2. However, the this was right that. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um, it wasn't this like beautifully choreographed you know, fight scene, but it was just a grab whatever you can and beat the crap out of someone with it. So at one point he hits somebody with a cheese grater, hits yeah. them in the stomach with it, and then basically slides it across the face. And I'm like, yeah. oh! It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, so that was yeah. that was really really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, what else? I um, hang on. Right, I tell you what was I absolutely loved. Okay, so when they go to the airport in Oslo, and there's obviously the the huge airplane crash, which they actually did. No, that was a real plane that they crashed. Oh, unbelievable, man. unbelievable. But so the the, the fight scene. Okay, yeah. so there's, yeah, yeah. there's this fight scene when they're in this kind of like almost like not quite a vault, but where the kind of paintings and things like that are, are yeah, sort of stored. Yeah. Um, and it's a fight between John David Washington and somebody who's in, inverted, I suppose. That's, that's how we say it, isn't it? Yeah, and obviously, yeah. obviously at the end, we find out it, it was him. And this was so clever, like so ridiculously clever because you see this, you see this fight scene 25 minutes into the film, maybe a little bit longer, and you are so rooted for John, you know, John David Washington in his suit, yeah. and you're like, oh my God, it's, it's going to get shot, and, uh, you know, yeah. and you're rooting for him. You, you're fully, fully like on his side. And then two hours later, you see the exact same fight scene. Yeah. But you're rooting for the mm-hmm. other character. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Although yeah, yeah, it's yeah. him, but I've never, yeah. I've, I've never sort of had that before where you, you're seeing crazy. the same scene all right, it's it's obviously they filmed it slightly differently and things like that. But you are you see it two different 
perspectives and you root for both characters at different times in the film. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. knocked out. It was so clever. But and the other thing about that is when the first time you're watching it and the 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 one that Robert Pattinson's character is fighting yeah, 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 and then yeah. he sort of like disappears and you're like, oh that was a bit mm. weird. Like what mm. didn't really what happened to him? There were two of them, right? Where's where's he gone? Yeah, and then obviously reveals later <laughs> on that he had seen him without his helmet on. Yeah. He saw that it was him. And yeah. he chucked him his helmet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so clever. So cool. So clever. Yeah. Um, the, just, just sorry, quickly. The only thing I did say, and I suppose this may let, I don't know if this lets it down, but I clocked every single reverse character. So, um, yes. So when obviously he's fighting in that scene, I'm like, it's obviously going to be himself. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the opera, I was like, even right at the beginning, I was like, that's going to be him. All right, that's still undecided whether it is him, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. 90% sure it probably is. When um, Kat's character says, I saw a woman jump off a boat, dive off the boat. And then this is literally oh, like 20 yeah. minutes. I was like, that's going to be her. Yeah, <laughs> you, just, you know, I'm, yeah. I was because I was all, all almost clever like, though. When it actually, when you actually yeah, see it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, rewarding yeah, yeah. when it pays, yeah, yeah, up, when yeah, it yeah, pays off. When it actually but yeah. I've actually, I've seen that kind of thing before in other films yeah. and I cannot just off the top of my head I can't think what it what they were but yeah. there's a lot of time yeah. travel films or time travel TV shows where similar kind of things happen where well, but, but that, there's, there's going to be it's, that's part of its rewatchability it's, it's, there's going to be but there's going to be so many more of those let's yeah, call yeah, them yeah. Easter, Easter eggs that oh, of Easter eggs. There, 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 I, yeah. I said to leave um, towards the beginning when he's uh, in that kind of bunker with um, uh, Clem, Clem Clements Posey or whatever yeah, yeah. and she pulls that drawer out and there's loads of like art, not artifacts but loads of like things and she's like these are all remnants of the few, uh, inverted objects I guarantee some of them on second we'll watch you'll be like oh that was his watch or you know, or, you know something like that I think yeah, I, I can imagine definitely. yeah definitely yeah um, I mean so just as Again, think off the top of my head for another Nolan film. Um, so, like in the Prestige, you know, where yeah. um, there's a there's a couple of like speeches at the start that sort of um, they're kind of indirect ways of telling the audience of how to sort of see the film. Yeah. So there's there's um, the bit with the canaries or birds, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's saying about the um, the kid the the kid saying where's his, where's his brother sort mm. of thing. And they yeah, see yeah, yeah. Thing, they see things that adults don't, and yeah. that is basically the whole film is sort of like yeah. summed up there. But there's another bit of, uh, that, again, it's with that Clements Posey uh, scene um, where she says, don't, says to him, don't try to understand it, just feel it. And that is basically saying to the audience, don't worry. Uh, yeah. Like, it's it like, like it just, you don't really just, need to worry too much, think just, too much just, into just it. In, just, yeah, just sit yeah. back and enjoy it. I mean, I know what, it is a little bit sort of like almost breaking the fourth wall. It's almost like looking down <laughs> yeah. the lens and saying, yeah, 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 yeah. But, that is the way you need to approach the film is not mm. worry too much about what you, you know. Yeah. And as I, as I said, I don't think it'll be his classic. It's, it is a very good film. And I think I, I, it's going to, as we said countless times, it's going to take a lot more, you know, loads more watches for it to really sink in. It's so yeah. clever. It's far more clever than I think we even take give it credit for at the minute because again we're going to pick up on on so much more stuff but i think initially walking out i don't feel i'm like whoa i'm wowed by the gimmick do you know what i mean more i think more than the actual sort of story itself yeah um so i don't think it's going to be like is it it's not going to be up there with like you know as we said like the dark knight and things like that which are our favorite nolan films but it's definitely um 
I don't know. It, it, if, it's gonna. It's probably going to be fairly high up. I could imagine. I, yeah, I, definitely. And and I think it will. Yeah, I think the more people watch it and the more sort of people delve into it, it'll it'll become better and better as people sort of understand it. Yeah, understand definitely. what's going on. In that um, I think it is something he's been building up to for sort of some time in terms of it, the way it's got elements of his of his other films, if you like. And like I said, like I said in my. Um, my voice note earlier when I first came out, it, it is so ambitious. I mean, I, yeah. I can't think, so I, I can't think anyone else would even, let alone, he does think about things in a completely different way that no yeah. one else would. And, and, but not just to come up with that as an idea to actually make that film a reality and pull it mm. off as a, as a big budget film. I, I, I don't think anyone else would do it. And, and almost like, whether it's perfect or whether it's kind of neither here nor there, he's done it. Yeah, he's made yeah. that film. I, I was thinking that sort of halfway through. I was thinking it's only a matter of time before somebody tries to make a film where, you know, part part of the part of the cast is reversed, the other part the other part isn't. Um, yeah. And as I say, for most of the time it worked. But I, I, we said earlier about the the sort of ending end kind of. Um, battle i suppose to a certain extent for me it didn't quite work there there was two and maybe it's just me being thick yeah. you know what i mean but for me i think that's when it just got a little bit too much yeah half, half of them are half of this one team are inverted the other half aren't and then it's kind of and i, I, I was just a little bit like right okay so Arpats has done that but he he's he's not he's inverted but then they're not and then he's going back into there but then he now he is inverted, and i thought for me, it was like I think it just it just got a little bit too much, just too much to kind of follow at that at once. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and the thing is, for all of this reason, for for the reason it, it's not an easy watch, and for, for the reason it it takes a lot of thought and a lot of sort of like digestion. People are hating on it. From I've only read like uh, seen like headlines. Some people are hating on it. Some people yeah. are just completely sort of slating it. And to me. I mean, I know people can have different different opinions, but to hate on it, I think is completely lazy because yeah, I, no, no, it definitely. Clearly, it's clearly something that is brilliant in the way it's been put <laughs> together and the, mm. it, sort of like conceptualized. Is that the word? Uh, yeah, why not? Why not? So, so yeah. on the very on the very least, at the very least, I think that deserves a huge amount of, of appreciation from anyone. Yeah, that, no, definitely. Know, it's, it's huge spectacle that's been put on. Um, I I always say this: some like I don't like the Transformers films. Okay, they're, they're rubbish. However, Michael Bay is a shocking film. Well, yeah. well. So he, he he in terms of he can't direct people. All right. No. But I'm always I I kind of respect him to a certain extent. I don't respect respect his. Uh, behavior sometimes and things like that. But I think to direct something so massive like that and some of these ridiculous set pieces and so much going on, I'm like, you yeah. kind of respect it to a certain extent. All right, those films oh, are yeah. crap. This film is not crap <laughs> at yeah, all. No, but no, do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a similar kind of thing, though, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, even like, even like um, I mean, Pearl Harbor was universally slated, but actually... The action scene of Pearl Harbor is quite. Yeah, like... you get what I mean. It's like wow, it is. Imp- it's very impressive. Yeah. But, yeah all right, probably. the rest of it is rubbish. Yeah. So, should we wrap this up, Greg? Yeah. One more thing I was gonna I was gonna ask you is. So no, then. It's not not quite. It's not quite <laughs> wrapping up. Um, it's it's 150 minutes. It's two and a half hours long. 
for me, in terms of how packed it was and how much, I like I say, characters weren't fleshed out and sometimes things were jumping about a bit too quick, which Mm. I know in some ways is the intention of it, but I absolutely wouldn't have begrudged it another half an hour to make it a three-hour film. Yeah, maybe. Yes and no. I think the first 45 minutes to me didn't really work so i it could have for me i think maybe you could have kind of cut that a little bit more um some of the stuff in india maybe you could have cut down a little bit or whatever and got to the inversion inversion or whatever, yeah. whatever bit a little bit quicker and then the end that fight the the sort of battle i think maybe they could have done something a little bit different with that so yeah. <laughs> Again, yes and no. I would have liked more of the the inversion stuff with the car chase and things like that. I thought that was really cool and really yeah. interesting. But then, but, you know, I think that the sort of bookend bookends of it could have maybe been. Can, I don't know, can, we, can we just quickly talk about that battle at the end, uh, towards yeah. the end? Sorry, with the sort of temp, templar pins of that yeah, movement yeah, yeah. or whatever they call it. Well. Where did that come from? Like, I felt like I missed an important piece of dialogue. It's like, yeah. I mean, I know they were trying to. I know, I, I know the idea. It was to do with the the dead man switch on mm. Ken Branagh's wrist and the yeah. fact that he knew where all he was going to release the algorithm to where all the pieces were, etc. Yeah. And they had to get this piece. But then suddenly, a they're there. B they've got this time traveling army on side. Yeah. They just come from nowhere, and mm. I'm watching it thinking hang on, hadn't you been going back in time to get to there? So where did these guys come from? And how do they know? Where, how are these conscious of what's going on and where, where things are at? And also, yeah, so, if, if you had carried on going backwards from that key midpoint of when um, Cat gets shot and they're sort of going backwards from there, right? And yeah. then they get on the shipping container and go back to mm-hmm. Oslo or whatever. And if they carry on, at that point, You've got two protagonists going in different directions, mm-hmm. two of everyone else, <laughs> and then they invert again. So does that mean there's three of every character going? Because you got the one from originally forward, and then you got the two from there, and then they have the big battle scene at the end, in which at which point Robert Patterson inversion inverses inversions again. So well, the thing with that is he's when they're in the the kind of cave. Let's we'll just call it a yeah. cave at the end. Where is that? What country is that? Uh, that's Russia. Oh, it's in Russia. Because that I think I think that's his home, where his home was before it blew up. Um, okay, Uncle Ken's. I think the thing with that is our Pats when they're there, our Pats is there twice because his and yeah again this is obviously people listen to this bother. His dead body is already there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, and 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 the dead body gets there after he walks off to the helicopter after the conversation. Yeah, with, but yeah, um, okay. but he is already there though, isn't he? Because yeah. he jumps. Yeah, because he sees he the, opens tag on his the back. gate, and then yeah, but he he jumps up, the bullet comes out, he opens the gate, and then legs yeah. it. I think or some yeah. you know some, that bit for me. I was like, right, okay. We never see this guy's face because obviously the, the payoff is you see the tag on his bag at the end. Yeah. But I'm like, but then when he jumps up, t- takes the bullet for him, and I was just a bit, it was it was quite muddled. It was a bit heavy-handed, that bit for me personally. Um, yeah. Why didn't they just go back further and just kill Kenneth Branagh when he was a kid? Yeah. 
No, I know. Not solve it. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, anyway, the, 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 I, I, the, what I'm thinking I know, is because like, that's the grandfather paradox, and, isn't it? I, I know. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And yeah. and I am watching it all, thinking, I don't know where the plot holes are, but I know there must be loads. And, yeah. and, and this cannot be watertight. Like, this, and I'm this, sure Chris this, Nolan's like, yeah. But I suppose that's yeah. it. You don't have to understand it. You, you just, just have go to with it, it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So, Greg, I think I think we should wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I'm going to ask you a question. Ask me. Okay. And I will have already asked you a similar question earlier on. Would you say, Greg, this film was Kill Bill or Jack and Jill? I'd definitely say it's Kill Bill. <laughs> and again, this is all just... Because people won't like Kill Bill. <laughs> but I'm well, just taking it as if Kill Bill is a good film. And uh, Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill is a terrible film. So yeah, it's, I think I mean, basically what I'm saying to you, Greg, is this a good film or a bad film? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good film. It's a good film. I mean, even that's... I, I don't like the binary aspect of these questions, but it, it's, <laughs> it's definitely worth going seeing. You get, you're probably going to hate it for the first... 45 minutes but just go with it just go with it and feel it and come out and see what you think and then go and watch it again and yeah yeah i think it's a very good point i i think a lot of people are not going to like this film and i i think a lot of people are going to come away going that was rubbish i'm not going to watch that again because they don't quite get it do you know what i mean um so i think i don't know watch this space with that one really well yeah i mean yeah, I can, like I said, completely see why he was so determined for it to have a, a cinematic, a theatrical yeah. release because p- people are going to pay again and again to go and see it. Some mm. are. I mean, the, the, for every person who is turned off by the whole, by, by it, there'll be someone who goes back to watch it again. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I, I think. So we're interested to know what you guys think. We've had a message from Mike. He saw it um, today as well, and he senses this. Hi guys, uh, just been and seen Tenet and thought I'd uh, drop you a quick message to, to give you my, my thoughts on it. Um, really enjoyed the film overall. Uh, I thought the first 45 minutes it was um, very James Bond-esque, um, the, way, the way it seemed to, seemed to set up. Um, but then the more, the more the film went on and the more sort of complex and the other things that come into play, I thought that stepped away from, from James Bond, which was better. Really liked uh, John Washington, I thought he was he was he was brilliant in it. I, I really like that, and I, I like Robert Pattinson as well. Um, Megan, she she said she was pleasantly surprised by Robert Pattinson, although I I wasn't a massive fan of his accent. But I think that's a, a common British thing where you have to be very very British. I think maybe uh, in a similar way to Inception, watching it a second or third time, um, will we'll, you'll see. You'll see different things. You might understand a little bit more of different sides of it, as well as notice some of the, the finer nuances in there. Um, one thing I did notice, though, is when they were in Pompeii and they were sort of up on a high ledge, that looked like a really awful, awful green screen. But, yeah, apart from that, I enjoyed the film. Um, anyway, keep up the good work, guys. I've been really enjoying the podcast and can't wait to hear your thoughts. Oh, cheers, cheers mate! <laughs> yeah, it's nice that. Nice. Nice, nice. Thanks for th- thanks for input. It's, uh, there's a lot of similarities there. There's a lot of similarities there from uh, some of the things we've discussed as well. Yeah, definitely. I like the Bond reference. We didn't kind of we didn't touch on that that much. Um, no, but yeah, it is I mean, Bondy, isn't it? What, what they've, they've taken the Empire tag, haven't they? So someone from Empire said it's Bond on acid. So they've gone with that yeah. like sort of uh, tagline for all the yeah, yeah, yeah. material, haven't they? Um, mm. 
but yeah, it's 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 definitely definitely Bond esque and uh, and like. Yeah, and like you said, uh, lots of rewatchability. So. so there we go. That was Tenet. It's all led. All roads lead to Tenet, Greg, and we, we've, we've, hit, we've got there. Yeah. I can't believe it. it. I actually can't believe we went to the cinema. It was amazing. <laughs> I know. It. Got my yeah. popcorn, got my drink. Yeah. It was ace. Yeah. How, how busy was you? Do you think it was at COVID capacity? No, it wasn't capacity? busy. No, I was it dead. Was not. Yeah, it was dead. We had an entire row for ourselves. Yeah, so did me. Me, me and Lever. yeah. Um, and I. Which is worrying, we, worrying I think. There was I mean, probably, I know it's midweek. Yeah, midweek afternoon. But, but there was the cinema I watched it in. Is it was a cine world, and it was on every single screen. Yeah, all all throughout the day. So, you know, I, I, I think my yeah, I had. Know, I think people are going to be there. Probably. When you go on online, my my cinema, it said it's got 156 showings of it that were bookable. So oh, well, that's yeah, over okay. like a week or two yeah. weeks or something like that, which is just yeah. a lot. So let us know your thoughts if you've seen Tenet, please. Yeah. I, I, we we really want to know. <laughs> your, oh, leave a message. Sorry, I know we're talking about leave a loads today, but he, he did send it quite a good. He's like he's like, um, he's like George Martin. Yeah, yeah. He said, so Lever Meston said, do you think it will age well? I did enjoy it, but I didn't come out thinking I've watched a classic. Like in another decade or so, I reckon Inception will be thought of as a classic of the, of the time. But do you think Tenet will? Undecided. It, I, I, right. I, yeah. It's going to be, for me, it's above Interstellar. Yeah. I'm just thinking about looking at, looking at my image. I'll, t- I'll tell you where it, where it sits now for me. Um, I think it's my new... I think it's my current number five of the Nolans, uh, taking the place of Rises. I think it's better than Rises, not as good as Begins, in my list. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm not ready to to say that to give an answer for that one. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that is like my instinct after. Yeah, I, 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 I want, I want to, yeah, I want to see it again before I before I possibly make that. That well, comment, Gregory. Well, hopefully, hopefully, we'll both get to see it a second time this weekend. We'll briefly speak about it again yeah. next week, just to sort of definitely yeah. let us know. So there you go. That was our spoiler-filled review or discussion of Tenet. Please let us know your thoughts. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe on whatever podcast service you're listening on. Um, please rate us, please share us with your friends and family, and please, please give us a follow on uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Dads on Film Pod. Mm-hmm.